What's up, everybody, and welcome to the latest and greatest yet edition of the Zay and Teddy's Excellent Adventure Podcast. We are back again for another week of topics and sports that we can talk about. A little bit of review, some new stuff. Of course, we've got the usual. We usually start with our NFL slate, some college football. The NBA is going to the end of the road here. We've got our final two teams. And then we've got a bit of culture news. I mean, of course, the thing that's been on Twitter all, you know, the whole time is a presidential debate that kind of broke Twitter. Um, and then something else in the gaming news that I think a lot of people were disappointed for. So to see what that was, you have to stick around to the very end. Um, before we get into our topics, um, we got to check in, you know, with us, you know, your favorite two people in the world. You know how it is. Uh, so my first question, man, with my co-host to my right or across from my table, Teddy, how you doing, man? What up, man? Uh, I'm good. Um, hopefully we make this podcast less of a shit show than uh, <laughs> Tuesday night was. But I don't think uh, it wasn't like, that bad until we started yelling at the TV that Oklahoma wasn't on. I, I did catch that part. That was hilarious. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, so, nah, man, I'm good. Getting ready, gearing up for another game uh, this week. Uh, wonderful University of Texas. Um, somehow, even though we'll get to it, even though we won, we get slated with the 11 o'clock game, which means I got to be there at 5 a.m. So I'm already tired. <laughs> I'm and already it's Thursday, and just, the game's not till Saturday. But uh, <laughs> other than that, man, can't complain. Everything's going well. Family's well. Uh, I'm well. Um, yeah, man. How about you? How how the how the, how the quarter in for you? Oh man, I'm glad it's just fucking over, man. Um, for anyone else who you know does a, a project based job where you basically kind of you got a whole quarter, you got three months to get your shit together and get it out the door. My team did. Today is October first, and we're recording this. So um, I will officially say that a lot of meetings I had today got canceled because people were just just out of it. They they were, they were done, which is yeah, great for me. Uh, so work's been good. We're going through another quarter. Next quarter has Thanksgiving, Christmas. Looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, but besides that, th- things have been really good. Just been going through another week. Um, everybody I know is you know safe, safe and healthy right now. Family's been good. Um, so I can't can't ask for too much more as we sit here and we're going to be during this podcast. Hopefully we don't get too distracted unless it gets too crazy. But we'll be watching. Actually, I doubt it will. We're watching the Jets and the Broncos. <laughs> Two teams that are in a little bit of disarray right now when it comes to the quarterback. Yeah, Broncos on their third. Damn. Jets still got Sam Darnold. It's the same. They, they benched Florida. Old Driscoll was. Yeah, I don't bit. understand. I don't know. We'll get into that too. Maybe <laughs> we'll talk it. Probably out. we won't get into it. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be quite the barn burner on Thursday night football. Y'all get ready. <laughs> uh, but to start with the NFL and the Week Three in review. I had to bring this up. I put this on the on our docket for the first topic because last podcast, Teddy specifically said, if we lose to the Bears, Arthur Blank needs to fire himself because this is atrocious. Well, ladies and gentlemen, guess what happened <laughs> last weekend? The, the Falcons were up 26 to 10 <laughs> in the third quarter. And I'm giving y'all a wild guess what happened. Think about it for a second. Yeah, you're right. Uh, the Bears scored 20 points in the fourth behind. I'm going to say it. My boy, Big Dick Nick, won the Super Bowl for the Eagles. It comes back and beats the Falcons last week. Um, I guess, I hate, This is becoming a theme a little too much on this podcast. I got to ask Teddy, man, what, what's going on with your team? I wish not this. Uh, <laughs> I said it last week. I mean, even while I was watching the game, I was like, man, we're going to blow this. 
And they even gave me a little bit of hope when Matt Ryan, they, they kicked the field goal. I was like, all right, well, they look good. They're down, you know, 16. And then Nick Foles comes in. I knew it was over then. I mean, I I didn't say this to anybody. I took the Bears' money line, and it was like plus eight, eight and a half or something. I just put 10, so it was 185. No, no, right. big, no big deal at all. But I straight was like, there is no chance in hell that they're going to bench Trubisky and not win this game because – Nagy would have been crushed. Yeah, yeah, exactly, because he was came, playing poor. It came to ex- uh, the expense of the Falcons yet again. But you got to – I don't under, I still don't understand how anybody in that coaching staff has a job. Like, how how do you blow two leads in a row, never done in history, blowing two 15-point-plus leads in the fourth quarter? And, and honestly, the Bears got a touchdown taken back. Yeah, and they 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 should have won by more than what they went by four. They should have won by, by four, they yeah. should have won by ten. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I just that I don't understand what happened. Was, how do you go twenty points in the fourth quarter? You get three touchdowns. Our, just, almost, our de- defense is. We have a. I think the third worst secondary. I think statistically in the NFL right now. And you have a defensive coach. This is yeah. what I don't understand. Because I mean, that's cool. why that's why he's got to go. Like our offense is. Fine enough. Like, if you score 26 points, and definitely damn sure if you score 39 points, you have no business losing either of those two games. Like, we should be 2-1. and one. We we legitimately lost to Seattle first. Yeah, that. yeah. We blow and choke the last two games. Um, I don't have any explanation for it. And the players come out and like, oh, we're going to, you know, it's on us. It's like, yeah, I get that. But at a certain point, when you blow two leads, you constantly underachieve. Mm-hmm. You go to the Super Bowl. Now the fact that you blow you blow the Super Bowl. Like you got to get rid of that coach. Like I don't understand what Arthur Blank is doing. I don't know if he's going to wait until the bye week. I don't know if he's going to give another season. But I don't want to throw another season away. And then Matt Ryan's going to be like thirty five or thirty six. I was going to say like he ain't young. Julio, you saw he didn't play. Yeah, yeah. He may want out to go to a team that may have a shot a, a shot of a championship. So. I damn near close to uh, demand a trade if I'm Julio Jones, oh, man. One hundred percent. Because like I'm like I'm getting towards the tail end of my career. You know I, I can't be doing this forever. These having to come back and try to win an NFC South from these holes that they keep putting themselves in. And then my days, there's really nothing like Julio could do, right? I can't in football in general. It's just a helpless feeling as you watch the other team methodically drive down the field and score. Yeah. And then you go three it out because you did some random fucking fifteen yard out play on right. third and four. Yeah. Like well, who's calling these plays, right? right. So it, it's it's so I, I I feel for you, man. I was watching that game and I was like. Wow, they're gonna fucking do it again. Yeah, they're gonna do it again. And one of my favorite plays, uh, an article came out, and I think actually Teddy shared this uh, during the week about how when they scored the last go-ahead touchdown, how it happened. Um, oh, the oh yeah, yeah when Nick L. Foles was like, "Hey, if if whatever." Under the L, you'll be open. Yeah, I forgot where it was. I was at Robinson. I don't remember what receiver yeah. it was. He was like, yeah, if they all out blitz, just run to the L logo in the end zone. I'm going to throw it. Oh, it's Miller. It is Miller, yeah. Miller, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then and dude was like, what? <laughs> and Nick Foles is in the huddle like, yo, if they all out blitz, just run to the L. I'm going to throw it to you, the Falcons logo. And then, sure enough, they they send like a, a six man blitz, yeah. uh, six, and then Nick stands in the pocket, doesn't move, like take the hit. Like why why are you doing engage eight there? I, I, don't I don't know. Understand. I don't know because it was man covers on the back end too. It was bad. It, it, it was, was bad. <laughs> but give credit to uh, Matt Nagy for. I don't know. Trubisky was really was playing that bad because you got to admit 
two weeks ago, he did lead the mm. the Bears back against the Lions in the same exact situation. True. I think it's a rebellious th- our rebellion right here. I think Matt Nagy's wanted to bench Trubisky for a long oh, time. Oh, for sure. And I think that, I mean, Trubisky was playing okay. Was he playing enough to get benched, in my opinion? Probably not. No, I don't but think so I think he pulled it and was like, I think he sensed that the Falcons could choke this. And I, I think he thought, I guess he knew that he didn't feel like Trubisky could. Yeah. And and I think he, and he at, this, back, yeah. at, at this point, he's just like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. And I'll take the blowback from my GM and president or whoever else is on Trubisky train because I think he was like, I've had enough of this, dude. I've had enough of seeing wide open receivers get missed and Trubisky just running around back there not knowing what he's doing. So yeah. I, good credit, yeah, yeah, credit for the Kahunes on Matt Nagy, yeah. man, to to bring in the quarterback. I think was better, and then for Nick Foles for yeah, just stepping like, in. Credit your boy for sure. Yeah, I mean, boy's got a ring. I yeah. will tell him he's got. He's won a Super Bowl. So I mean, he can't be. Any, I'm sure of all people, he's not nervous. Of all people, he's like, I I played a Super Bowl and won. Nah. So it's just so weird that he's like. He's an all-time godly backup, but he sucks as like the day yeah, one starter. But like, I, if he's your day one starter. No, I mean look at look, look at the Eagles the year that they benched him for Vic, or look at him when he went to the, the Rams. Rams, yep, like garbage. Or look at him with the Jags, even though he did get hurt technically, so but he didn't really play. He out. wasn't even playing well, I think, before that. Was nah, he? I mean, the two games he was in, he wasn't playing. He well. wasn't playing yeah. well. So it's like when the bar's really low, Nick Foles just like Nick Foles is your guy. Sky rockets, yeah. You the bar's like we suck. Put in Nick Foles, you will overachieve. But if he ever bought that set high, he will never reach it. No, which absolutely is, not. Which is weird. Cause I don't even know. Because it's not a finesse king because he wins you games. But, like, and he got paid. He went to the Rams and he went to the Jags and got paid pretty yeah. well. But he's also won a Super Bowl, so you can't say he's not good. That was a little weird spot for Nick Foles. A weird spot. But y'all got the Nick effect. And, yeah. uh. Y'all took that L this past weekend for the for right. the Atlanta Falcons. Well, you know who's in a weirder spot right now would be your Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. So, guys, if you didn't watch the uh, greatest game of all time uh, go about four and a half, <laughs> almost five hours. Oh, man. I think it didn't end up on Central Time. I think it ended at like 4 o'clock. Um, that just atrocious game of a tie – um, with the Eagles and Bengals were just um, – it, it, it was hard I mean, to watch. It was hard to watch in many ways. And then just the fact that, one, the Eagles are minus four, which we told – we said on this podcast last week, like, we didn't want to touch that. But then you go the, – the way it ends, the way it ended yeah, is I was just little, inexcusable. So – I was hot about so that. So, at first, you play for – you're playing for a 60-yard field goal in First and foremost, right? Yeah. Like, you didn't have any offensive plays. Like, you're playing it safe. Let's just give Josh Elliott a try. Whatever. Shit, we saw the Louisiana kicker yeah. in college <laughs> kick a 56. I was going to say. Josh Elliott should be able to kick a 60-yard field goal in the NFL, yeah. right? He right? made a 54 okay. that yeah. game as well. Edmund made a 54. Yeah, and Why he not? probably made it with enough distance to make the 60. I get that. But then the fall start, which was just tragic. But then to punt the fucking ball. Yeah, that. I. What's the? Are you your defense? No matter how injured or how bad they've been, they were playing pretty well 
It, even so, it's even fucking Joe. I mean, Joe Burrow. Yeah. Give him credit. It's a rookie. If you don't think your it, defense can stop a rookie quarterback it, getting one yeah. a couple first downs, yeah, then why are we you here? Deserve to lose. Yeah. Like, <laughs> let him try the sixty-four yard field goal. What difference is it going to make? Right. Like yep. the percentages couldn't be that much difference of him kicking a sixty-yarder than him kicking a sixty-four, and then your probability of winning just because you can if you can't. Hold them and with what nineteen seconds? Nineteen left? seconds left. And with I don't think they had. Timeout, did they have one timeout? Oh, they I did. Have, they did yeah, have they, one timeout yeah. because they didn't call but it on their side. You, they have one timeout. Nineteen seconds to go. What thirty-two yards maybe to yeah. get to or twenty-seven yards or whatever because they they would be what on their their forty forty-eight or 48. something forty-five. So basically, like that. they got to go twenty to. 25 yards. Mm-hmm. Like, if you can't stop that 19 seconds and one timeout, that's a you problem. Like, you deserve to lose that game. Like, at least give your team a chance to win the football game. Yeah, and like I said, what's the, the difference, I guess, with that five-yard penalty, right? Like, so, uh, I mean, you kick it on this one, but then on the next one, like, no, nah, we're going to punt it. Like, the, the, the lack, what gets me at the lack of urgency that Doug Peterson showed, they're like, all right, we're going to call it against the Cincinnati Bengals, love to fight another day. Uh, Sam Darnold just scrambled 40 yards for a touchdown. Okay, I didn't expect to see that one. I oh, said wow. we we keep this off <laughs> the game on TV, but I just watched Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold, yes, you heard that correct. Scramble 40 yards for a touchdown. Um, we have a fight on USC. Uh, but exactly my Should have po- started him a fantasy. Look, no, I'm sorry. 50 yards. Uh, <laughs> he scrambled 50 yards for a touchdown. So Oh, that wasn't even a... Yeah. Yeah. See, what's twenty doing? Look back at the ball. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what twenty two was doing. This play with the Broncos either. He just backpedaling. You backpedaling against a quarterback. This man is Michael Vick. <laughs> Fifty yard touchdown oh scramble. Oh my god. <laughs> this game's gonna be a barber, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. I, I called it. Um, but my issue with Doug Peterson throughout this whole part was that his lack of aggressiveness is not. It's the opposite of the. It's the opposite of the Philly special. It's in our DNA, man. You aggressive, saying "fuck it." We're gonna run reverse. We're gonna run a throw, reverse throw pass. Nah, we're just gonna punt the ball to the Cincinnati Bengals and a rookie quarterback because we don't believe we can beat them. What? I mean, and maybe I don't know. Maybe it's a long play because the NFC East is trash. So with all this said, we're o two and one in one game out of first place. Yeah. So literally, if the football team in the Cowboys lose, which both of them have a pretty good shot because I think what Washington is playing the Ravens and the yeah. Cowboys are playing uh, Baker. Baker. Oh, yeah, the Browns. Which is possible because yeah. the Cowboys are very good. No. They should be 0-3. They're the same thing they were last year. They put up so many yards. Dak Prescott leads the league in passing yards. Yeah, again. Yeah. But it's like, I'm not impressed. I just no. for all that said, I'm not impressed. All that, yeah. I mean, he didn't. I mean, we'll get to that game too. I mean, I don't know if he really lost that game for him, but he no. didn't win that game either. So exactly when he had a, he was just indifferent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> those two teams losing, y'all beat whoever the fuck y'all are playing. Oh, y'all playing Sunday football, y'all Sunday. playing San Francisco, which it's probably winnable with the amount of injuries that with the amount of injuries they have. That's we winning. can't beat the Bengals, man. I'm I'm so I was so hyped coming into the season, man, and I've it's been three games. It's been three games that I'm just like, Wentz looks like shit. <laughs> Our defense is is meh. I'm trying to think of a bright spot in the Eagles right now. And I cannot think of one bright spot to be like, yeah. you know what? We're really good at that one thing. Like the Falcons, they're really good at blowing leads. Okay, I'll give, <laughs> I'll give them that. 
I had to put that. I mean, at this point, (laughs) but not wrong. The Eagles are good at just hanging around and Carson Wentz air mail and passes towards the end of the game. I know we 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 should move on and not just rail on our teams, but Carson Wentz made some incredible plays, and then he just made some dumb ass decisions. Yeah, like the second that interception. Like, yeah, who who was he throwing? I it have to? no idea. There dude. was no either the eagle ran the wrong route or Carson Wentz's or had his eyes closed. Either, yeah, either I don't he, know what he was doing, but there was not an eagle within like ten yards of that pass. It, uh, it it's hard to see, and I don't know where this regression comes from. I don't know if it's lack of preparation. I think a good point is what I read an article about was the loss of Frank Wright as his quarterback coach. It's a big deal. Like he Well, was, I think it was a huge deal to the Eagles in general, I think. Yeah. I, I think the offensive, you know, mind of like, yeah, Doug Peterson is good, but I mean, is he a great coach? I mean, we're kind of looking at it now. I mean, is he really? Yeah. I mean, and it makes you wonder, like, I mean. But same the, thing with Dan Quinn. I mean, like, he had Kyle Shanahan, and he hasn't done shit since, you know? Yeah. So. That's true. Maybe you got to protect your assistant coaches, man. Quarterback coaches, they mean a lot because – I don't know what, what the Eagles are doing, man. I expect them to lose this weekend against San Francisco. Obviously, I think their defense is just too good. We still don't have a receiver that can do anything really. Deshaun Jackson's Ooh, old. Talk about uh, speaking of that, dude. What Jalen Rieger? Oh, and then you, you did you see Justin Jefferson's stat line? Uh uh-uh. uh Holy shit, dude! He had f- nine receptions for a hundred and like seventy-seven yards and two touchdowns. And y'all drafted Jalen Rieger one spot ahead of him. Yeah, that that was a that was another podcast. Another Eagles fan brought that up. Oh my god! Uh, and I was like, that's cringeworthy. Like, because I thought I thought y'all were drafting Justin Jefferson when he fell. I was like, oh my god, yeah, they're getting Justin Jefferson. I think we all kind of. I, I remember yeah, this in the draft, yeah, and yeah. they because you had to convince me that this dude was really good. Because I wanted Justin Jefferson, but you were like, no, this dude TZ, he's he's good. He's yeah, good. he was good, <laughs> but like I didn't. I was trying to spin it because I was like, I don't understand. Are they? Is someone seeing something about Justin Jefferson? Justin Jefferson, had Kirk Cousins is quarterback. Last time you saw last week, Kirk Cousins 131 yards passing. Yep. This week that dude balled out. So not looking good. I, on that I don't know either. why we don't have. I don't know why they didn't draft just a throw, just a go get it receiver. All our other receivers are little timing receivers, speed receivers. You got to lay it out for them. We need a guy who can just throw it to one-on-one back shoulder and go up and get it. We don't really have that anymore. Um, or, well, not since Alshon Jeffrey decided not to play. Oh, yeah, I don't know what's um, going on with him either. Probably sleep. Probably like, oh, yeah. I'm going to the game, man. Um, but, all right. Let's, with that, see, I'm supposed yeah. to stop rolling on our yeah. teams. We are disappointed yeah, fans right now. Our teams. <laughs> we didn't, we're not even going to talk about the Texans. Yeah. Um, that's that's not even in our – yeah. We, we're, we're just losing our – literally, I'm probably just going to copy and paste – the capture from last week. <laughs> I don't make a difference so people don't get confused. But basically, we suck. Yeah, we we do. All our oh teams are doing God. garbage. But you, yeah, you know, it's not sucking though. Is I mean, Josh Allen. Are we? Do we got to talk about him being for real? Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's a good question, man. Because he they almost blew that game against the Rams, letting them come all the way yeah. back. But Josh Allen. Drove down the field, granted yeah. he got a little bit that of a was, break. That was the red, that's a terrible pass in the well, first call. I mean, the Rams they got a lucky one against the Saints in the playoffs, and they got the short end of this one. Okay, yeah, balance. That's right. That's right. Balance. Uh, I guess it balance of power, but yeah, I mean, he was so. I mean, he was phenomenal in the first half. I still don't understand what this foot off the pedal that teams do, and then play this soft ass zone defense. It's like just keep playing what you've been playing. 
So the fuck what if you beat somebody 56 to 3? Not your problem. Like, right. Stop. Tell them to play better. Yeah, like, stop this. I I don't know if it's his comfort. I don't know because there's been too many. I mean, obviously, Falcons is going to blow because of the Falcons. But, like, all these teams get these comebacks, and it's not one side. Obviously, I mean, you have to have, you know, you, you don't quit, obviously, if you're down. But I just – all these comebacks have been, like, weird. But – I mean, credit to Josh Allen driving his team down. I mean, he made the plays on that drive. Um, I mean, he, in my opinion, he's probably <laughs> second MVP if I'm doing right now. You think so? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he he's playing well enough, yeah. man. I was gonna say like he's kind of up there because I really got to get a good look at that game at least because I watch Red Zone um, and they kind of kept showing highlights of Josh Allen and then I tried to check out the game itself just on a you know on the on TV and stuff, watch as much as I could. Yeah. And I was like. Yo, this dude is he, he's he's very mobile. Obviously, he it reminds me of a, a younger Ben Roethlisberger, but way faster. Like right. this dude takes off and can go, and he's got a cannon, right. and, he, and he's accurate enough. He can buy enough time to be accurate. So, Josh Allen, that's why I, I was even considering this like this topic because if he's on this trajectory, man, the Bills looking like the cream of the crop in the AFC East. Yeah, I yeah. don't think there's anyone that can really mess with them there. No, I think I think it's their division to lose this year. Um, but I mean, all going to come down to those two games against the Patriots, man. And, oh yeah, that's true. Um, the Patriots did prove um, what we thought the Raiders were. Thought they were frauds. They came in, dominated that game from start to finish. Yep. Um, covered the spread like we said we yeah. were. That was one of our high picks. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, Pats look good. I mean, it's boring offense, but Cam looks great. I mean, he's up there in conversation. I mean, he's not throwing. He's not throwing up those huge touchdown numbers. Dog's throwing a lot of yards. I mean, he's like fit. I think he's like fifth or sixth in the league in yardage right now. Dude, yeah, like I was gonna say, sneak peek. Like I, I just, I'm really liking the Patriots in like every spread <laughs> this year. Yeah. They, they look like I want to say they've almost covered everyone. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty no, sure. No, they co- no, they didn't cover the. Did they cover the Dolphins one? I think the Dolphins covered. Oh, uh, okay. I don't know okay. how that one worked. I know they covered. They definitely Seattle. covered Seattle. Yeah, and they covered last week for sure. Which that was one of my locks. Uh, that was a good, you know, that was a good week. Um, but, but I yeah. mean, yeah, they, I mean, they look good. I mean, it's gonna be right there for them. The other two teams, I mean, nothing is the Dolphins. I mean, they're the Dolphins. They're transitioning. The Jets suck, even though they're up seven nothing right now. I mean, <laughs> well, they, the, the whole, the only thing you need to know about this game is. The only touchdown is Sam Downer running for 50 yards. Yeah. How the hell does Sam Downer run for 50 and was, yards? And then they just had a dumb penalty right there. Like, he, he had the ball. Look how long he had the ball in the hand, and he fucking hit him. Like, why would you do that? Why would you do that? Oh, this game's going to be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> if anything. So, if, you, if, I mean, if you're watching this Thursday night football game, well, you know. Yeah. The uh, sad part is there's still eight minutes and 30 seconds of the first quarter. So, we got a long way to go in this game. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> no doubt about Jesus that. Jesus Christ. But, yeah. Um, and then the, to top it all off, you had just what should have been a fantastic game was kind of a letdown if you're a Ravens fan. Oh, yeah. Man, the Ravens, I think, are like 21-1 and one against every other Everybody team. Everybody else, at least Lamar Jackson yeah, specifically. Yeah. And they're 0-3 against the Chiefs, and they haven't been close. Like, that's his kryptonite. Like, I just don't. 
But, I don't know if they can beat him. Yeah, but at least you see how bad Lamar Jackson looks when he's behind. Yeah. He turns into like a totally different person. He, tur- he turns into an average quarterback. He turns into Zay without pads. He can't hit oh, nothing. <laughs> he yeah, can't you don't want that for sure. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want Zay from the podcast no. throwing the ball to you. Just, I can hit you a couple times, but the seven on seven, he might get some air mails. Yeah, uh, trust I, me. <laughs> um, I don't know what happens to him. When he has to drop back and throw, I just I don't he, know, man. It's just it, it. You can tell I was watching that game. Lamar Jackson's body language was even. He was so frustrated, like it was almost like he wanted to be like he wanted to do what Mahomes could do, but he can't. But he can't do it. No, he's so he's not like, that quarterback. He's not that quarterback. But the exactly. the the problem with him is when are we going to start having this discussion that maybe he can't he can't play from he's. He's like Tiger Woods without the lead, right? Oh, Remember how yeah. Tiger? It took him forever until he won the come last the last Masters yeah. to come from behind. He was always a front runner. Yep. Maybe Lamar Jackson's a front runner, maybe because that way you can open up your offense when you're ahead. But right. when you're trailing, you got to lean more towards passing, right? You yeah. can't have these trickeration. You can't run these triple option yep. types or read speed option things. Like you got to be able to drop back to pass, and and I think he's a good passer. I don't. Does he? Yeah. Is he great? No. Yeah, I think he's he's good enough with yeah, the, what good, he has. No, he's good enough for what he has, and he's good yeah. enough for what he is, and he's good enough with his accuracy that he shouldn't be having these problems so much. And I know I get it. He's still young, and this is the thing with this day and age is everyone's quick to you know. You know, oh, you, we label him this out of the other, or, you know, label her he's a, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, he's a running quarterback. He can't really throw. He'll never but, win. But, no, yeah. he can throw. Mm-hmm. He can throw for sure. I, I just I just think he gets – it's a mental thing, I think, with him. I think he's getting – like you said, he gets frustrated. Um, he gets out. Uh, you know, he gets out of his elements, out of the pocket. You know, he – I mean, being a, a throwing quarterback, per se, he's not really super great throwing on a run, though. Yeah, you notice that? Yeah. yeah. Like, he can bomb it in the pocket, and he can throw some pocket passes, but it feels like almost like he's a little worse when he's scrambling, which is the opposite of a lot of throwing quarter or running quarterback or quote-unquote running quarterbacks. Yeah, I think you hit the uh, nail on the head yeah. because when my, we see when Mahomes scrambles around and runs, yeah. he's always looking to throw. When yeah. Lamar, That's the next step for him, right? When he breaks the pocket – He's still got to really look to throw. Yeah. If it's not a design rollout, yeah. as soon as he breaks the pocket, he just wants to go. Yeah. Right? And so, a la, you know, a lot of the, you know, Michael Vick and brings those comparisons. But he has to learn how to put, pick his eyes back up after he breaks the pocket. Because yeah. I don't care how fast you run. The ball's going to go faster in the air than however fast you can run. So, yeah. if the dude's over 30 yards downfield, <laughs> throw, throw it into throw him. That, yeah, throw that motherfucker. <laughs> it's gonna, yeah, it's going to be way better than trying to run that far. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't think Lamar, like you mentioned, is he's not he's not bad. He throws the ball well. It's just so hard to com- look at that, and then you watch Mahomes on the other side just fucking throwing, Chicks. bombing, dicking people down, man. I mean, it's so bad. He's just throwing it to Harden. He's walking. It's just everybody. He had to win a Tyreek Hill in the back of the end zone. You're just like. This motherfucker's and, playing and, Madden on rookie. And the fact that that game did it cover the spread, the over under. Um, the, I know the I know the Chiefs covered because they were plus three. I was like, that's a joke. Yeah, yeah, that that's um, that believe, was easy. Yeah, I'll believe they were, they were plus three. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, um, I the over. I, I thought it like it landed because it was thirty four twenty was a final. I, f- I feel like it was like fifty four and a half. It landed. It, 
Yeah, it's at, it was at 50. Oh, wow. I, I yeah. thought it was 53. Maybe it was 53 and a half. I don't know. It was either one side or the other. It was, it was close. It was close. Okay. But, I mean, I'll be honest. Like, that game felt out of hand. I didn't watch the last quarter. I, I don't blame I, you. I, I, I went to bed. I was Bro, tired. <laughs> I, I went when my home. I forgot what, what play was it where it was third and 17. Oh, and he completed. And he fucking threw a touchdown pass. Yeah. I'm oh, like. No, I, I was like, I'm done. I, I literally rolled it. I, I gave my fiance and I was like, watch whatever. I'm going to bed. Yeah. Like, I'm done with this game. <laughs> it was third and 17. And Harden runs a double move out and up. And Mahomes is like, he just holds the ball. Wait, it's yeah. one receiver. Yeah. It's like he's the only receiver on that fucking side. And he just holds the ball, like, you know, rolls yeah. out, th- the bombs it on the money. And I'm like, yo, this dude is, he's not fair. Like, Mahomes really isn't fair. I think, obviously, I think we've said it before on this show, you know, Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, you know, top two QBs right now. You, you, you can't deny that. And I think it, it sucks for Lamar Jackson because. He's a really good quarterback and one right. of the best in this league. But anyone looks like shit compared to like Patrick oh, Mahomes. Yeah. Like you go three and out, and he's just like a third and seventeen. Fuck it, I'm just gonna throw a touchdown. Right. Like, and Andy Reid just calling all kinds of crazy stuff for him. Right. So that game, I think it was I, overall. I think the Chiefs are way farther ahead than the Ravens. Yeah, and I agree um, with you in the notes here. You saying is it the new Brady Manning with Brady always winning? Right now, yeah. I mean, maybe Lamar gets over one time kind of or one a couple of times like Peyton did yeah two seasons Peyton won his rings maybe that happens with Lamar maybe he gets his his titles in or maybe he gets one of them um I mean right now there's all the evidence is you're, <laughs> you're spot on on that that comparison for sure so yeah all the I mean, ev- you gotta go with that yeah the evidence is clear right now who who's the better player um and, yeah, I hope if it's Brady Manning, I hope we do get to see much more matchups between these two in the playoffs because right. that's going to be so fun. And hopefully it stays close because if it's like what we saw on Sunday night um, or Monday night, uh, yeah, I'm going to turn those games off real quick on Monday going to, you know, watch some, I don't know, watch some golf or something. <laughs> <laughs> some nighttime golf. I don't know. what to Watch a replay. I don't, I don't know. know. Watch something. <laughs> watch anything else. Um, and our last uh, topic for the NFL is I just wanted to put – I think we talked about them before, but just Zay's, you know, randomly will come in a week with a bet of the week. I'm all on the pats for most of this season, I think, when it comes to these spreads. Because they be doing them dirty, man. Y'all don't, they don't believe in Cam. I think, you know, it gets the Chiefs. So the game is um, the Pats are at Kansas City. 325 time. 325 is afternoon game. Yeah, beautiful. I, I love it. They're kind of staggering this year. You got, mm-hmm. You're giving you a little bit more 325 games. Right. They, they don't uh, just put it to all on Fox America's game of the week. Like, well, it's the only game I got to watch. Right. You've got options now. Right. Um, and, and the Pats are a seven-point dog. I like the Pats to cover that. I think it's Re, Andy Reid versus Belichick. Many a times we've seen this matchup. Um I think it's a little bit different now with Cam at quarterback and the Patriots be able to hold the ball and take the air out the game. Yeah. A little bit better than the Ravens did because Cam, he, of course, he, he's been throwing the ball a lot better this season. Whatever Josh McDaniel yeah, is telling yeah. him with his feet or whatever it may be, it's looked a hell of a lot better than before. So I think they can do it. And I think the Patriots have one of the best secondaries in the NFL right now. Um, Belichick yeah. still knows how yeah, to coach 100%. defense. So I think if, you, if I had to pick one this week that – Probably people maybe on the fence on or, you know, whatever it may be. I like the Pats plus seven. I like that, too. I'm going to go with that. The only other spread I kind of liked, and listen, people, when we give you these picks, just be advised. Don't, 
Yes. We're definitely, we're definitely you, not. Yeah, we're definitely not. You know, I think we're batting a little over fifty percent. But if you're getting over anything, basically fifty-two percent higher, you're doing all right. That means you're yeah. at least making money, unless yeah. you are doing like little bets and then get cocky and your big bets are losing. But yeah, yep. you should be in the positive if you have a you know above fifty percent. Obviously, that comes with it. Um. I'm I, I have to go this is more of a you got a loser goes home type of match. Mm. I don't see how the Saints even though it's at Detroit, I don't see how they don't win by more than or how they w- don't win by more than four and a half. Okay. Um, so they're four and a half fa- yeah. favorites. Favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh so you gotta eat the points. Uh minus four and a half, basically five. Um I, I like they, that. They, they burned me with the four last time against the Saint against the Raiders, but like I, they can't fall one and three, yeah. even in their division. Like, I guess you could just because your division is so bad. Because the Falcons are zero and three, and the Panthers are one and two. Yeah, and, that yeah, that NFC. I, I, it was my favorite division yeah. going in, and yeah, now I'm just like the, it's the second worst division <laughs> behind now, the NFC. NFC West is <laughs> the best, the best division. But the Lions are coming. Another reason is the Lions are coming off a huge win. They beat True. the Cardinals. True. A little bit of too much of a high. They're I riding think they're high. Too much of a high. They're like, oh, maybe Matt Patricia got this figured out. You be calm down. The Cardinals. <laughs> we love we love Kyler, but it's it's still it's still the freaking Cardinals. Take the eat the four, eat the four and a half. Either put those in a parlay, bet them separately, because I think one's at noon and one's at 325. Oh, there you go. Typically, I don't like to parlay those because yeah, I, like, I like to either double down or I like to be like, well, damn, if I bet 50 here, I got to bet 100 on the Patriots because I need to get that money. <laughs> that, that's what I think. I'm yeah. thinking of because I don't want it to change. I feel, I don't want it to drop. So I'm thinking about doing this soon. The Patriots is a separate bet. And then maybe yeah. this one and one more of the parlay with the noon game. And yeah, we'll see. something like that. Or do a little two-team teaser. I don't know. We'll see. But those are our those are our two NFL picks. Um, those are probably our bets of the week because, honestly, we'll get to college football in a second. I didn't really see anything I love there. So, um, um, yeah, I think, those, I think those two, I really like your Patriots pick. I'm definitely going to take that. Uh, I think that is – a no-brainer. If it loses, it's probably because Mahomes is just being Mahomes. Yeah, and okay. you sometimes you got to chalk it up to just you're going to lose some, and, that, and it tells me what I need to know because if if Mahomes is going to carve up a Belichick defense by more than ten, they're probably people, going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, they're going to the Super Bowl, and I'm never going to bet against them in the spread again. I believe they're going to cover it. Yeah, they're <laughs> going to figure out how they're going to cover. It. Oh, it's fifteen and a half. They'll cover. They'll cover it. <laughs> oh, with that said, that's our NFL segment. We will take a quick break and then come back with some college football. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back, and now we're going to the wonderful sport of college football. Um, a lot of uh, ho-hum games, but we had a lot of good games, actually. Um, we had, uh, obviously, I want to go out in forefront say I called this upset that happened. But first, we've got to talk about how much trash the Big 12 Conference <laughs> is. Oklahoma, number three team. Number three team in the nation comes off, and they're up 35-7 to seven and doesn't score a single point after that and loses to Kansas State. 
at Oklahoma where you're just Spencer Rattler, you know, Lincoln Riley. I am I am 1,000% so happy this happened this early because I don't care if they went out. You can't put them in college football playoff yeah. again. Because yeah. this happens every year. They lose two, two years in a row, they lost to K-State. And then they go to a college football playoff, and what happens? They get their ass whooped every single time. <laughs> First round. Kyle Murray, guy's ass whooped. Baker Mayfield, guy's ass whooped. Uh, shit, who? Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, yeah. Uh, hurts. Guy's ass whooped. <laughs> they, three bad. years in a row, it's they've bad. gotten their ass whooped. They, they get there every year. They lose every single year. They never even make the national championship game. And then your other powerhouse team that's supposed but barely holding y'all up from the last week fiasco of Iowa State losing the fucking uh, Louisiana yes. Lafayette. Yep. You had Kansas State who beat Oklahoma loses to Arkansas State. So is Arkansas State the best team in the Big Twelve right now? <laughs> like I don't know. Uh, the only team that looked <sighs> worth the fuck through the first two games was West Virginia, and they lost to. Oklahoma State. State Oklahoma yeah. State hasn't looked great. They were my pick to win. Yeah, and then Texas, what the hell? I, I don't know. So we looked up. We thought the game was over. Yeah. I don't know how Texas Tech. They they were the Texas Tech Falcons because I don't understand how they lost that game. Coming back, Texas survives. Um. And then, so now you have Texas basically the front runner in that conference. Yeah, big two. How confident are they going to win this week against TCU? I don't know. You I know? looked at that game when I was on schedule. I was like, man, I don't know if they're going to win. <laughs> I mean, TCU, TCU must suck because they lost to Iowa State. And Iowa State, not very good. They lost to, like I said, they lost to Louisiana. Louisiana right. I so, mean, Raging Cajun, baby. I mean, Raging Cajun undefeated. <laughs> yeah. Um, after and, that sixty whatever yard or fifty five yard yeah. field goal, so they're just so bad. And like you said, Miami jumped Texas. Texas is eight now. They're they dropped down to nine. Miami jumped them after another great performance. Um, just a beat down of Florida State. Like mm-hmm. they're they're so bad. We're not even going to talk about how and bad. I, Florida. Yeah, Florida State. Yeah. I I think it's warranted because yeah. the way that we've seen Miami play be undefeated yeah. and Texas playing undefeated, which. Yeah. I mean, Florida State is a dumpster fire, let's be real. Yeah. But, like, conference to conference, the more the Big 12 gets beat down, it's just like, fuck it, why not put the ACC teams yeah. up? Like- and Texas gives up 50-something points to a team that only scored 30 against Houston Baptist, 35 <laughs> against Houston Baptist, oh my goodness. who gave up and turned 600 yards to Houston Baptist. And y'all still had less yards than Houston Baptist. Like, listen, like, I don't – I still think Texas is the favorite right now, but it's all going to come down to next week. Next week's OU Texas. Yeah. Right? 11 a.m. It's going to come down to that game 100%. Because if they win, they knock, they knock OU out. OU's done. Yeah. Because well, I yeah, don't think Texas – if Texas wins that game, Texas isn't losing twice in the Big 12. So if they're either going to win or they're going to be in a conference championship. Will they play OU again as a two-loss team? Maybe. I don't think but, Oklahoma State loses twice either. Yeah, but I'll, but I'll be damned if any of them get into the college football playoff. There's just no way No, te- Texas, there, as, no as it way. goes right now, Texas has to go undefeated. Yeah. I don't see a one-loss team. Or, and we're not even speaking the elephant in the room. UCF, bro. Yeah, yeah. Holy Central shit. Florida. Yeah. They, they beat the fuck out of 
whoever they play. They, yeah, they beat they beat they beat the hell out of uh who they played the other week that was undefeated. Um, God damn, was it? It wasn't BYU. Was it BYU? I, I think. Uh, no, BYU crushed somebody. I think yeah, last, yeah. but it wasn't Central Florida. Um, but UCF. C- but Central Florida right now, if they went out and they beat Memphis emphatically twice. And and if you have a one loss Texas team and you have, I don't know, a two, you have Clemson, you have the SEC champion, and you have a two loss SEC champion or SEC team, and you have like, and Ohio State gets in, I'm I'm putting in undefeated UCF over a one loss Big 12 team at this point. Oh, absolutely, dude, because the Big 12 has done nothing but not impress. It just disappoints me. This, these past couple games. Yeah, the team, they beat ECU. They beat the brakes off of ECU last week, yeah. 51 to 28. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. just crush them. Yeah, um, and they crushed Ja Tech before that. That was Georgia Tech because yeah, everyone yeah. was like, oh, shit, Georgia Tech. Do you realize Georgia Tech went into Syracuse as a favorite and got their ass yeah, whipped by 27? <laughs> that was a one bet we missed last week because I didn't, I didn't realize yet. it until after it started because we started a podcast last week after the 11 a.m. game started. Correct. Georgia Tech was favored after getting their ass whooped by UCF because they beat Florida State. Florida News State, flash, oh my Florida God. State sucks. They're the worst. They're the probably the second or third worst team in the ACC this year. Yeah, they're like, bad. They're I, probably on par with North Carolina State and Wake Forest. Like watching that Florida State Miami game, I was just like, wow. I, I don't know. They don't have any talent left. I don't yeah, think. That I mean, don't know. They're, they're, they're no, they're no one on the team is like, yeah, this is a great recruit who has like actually potential. Like yeah. I don't. Their their cupboard is bare. When it comes to recruitment, and you know how bad it was, we didn't even talk shit to our buddy. That's yeah. how that, that's how bad it was. Yeah. Like he knows. He, we, we like we talk shit about the Eagles and the Falcons. He's a Bucks fan too, and the Texans. And you know, yeah, I mean, we get shit. We get, the Braves had the worst game yesterday. Yeah, but like they were so bad, we were just like, yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't feel what up gonna, to it. Yeah, what were we gonna say? I go, yeah, because like when they were playing Miami, at one point they were down by like three touchdowns, and I was like, I don't. What about being? I mean, they lost. What was it fifty-two ten in the final? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, pathetic. Like you can't. And then people were like, oh, plus seventeen Florida State. I was like, I'm not touching that either way <laughs> because I don't know if there if Miami's gonna be up twenty-four and then let off the gas and get a cheap field goal touchdown mm-hmm. or. Or Miami's going to beat the brakes off them. Guess what? They beat the brakes off them. I'm happy I didn't bet that game, but Jesus Christ, that's pathetic. Yeah, but like, we're, we're closing in on that. And, I mean, I'm just – I guess I'm buying into the hype a little bit. We're closing in onto that Miami-Clemson game um, at they're, some point. They're still – because you got to include Notre Dame this year. They're, True. Miami is still probably the third, third. or fourth. I don't think – I still don't think they're better than North Carolina. You don't think so? Okay. No, I think okay. North Carolina – I think we need to just – Miami beat an overhyped Louisville team. They yeah, were ranked high. They weren't that and good, And then though. they came in. They lost to Pitt. They lost two games in a row. They're unranked. They lost to Pitt by, I think, 10. I agree, yeah. Um, let's see. I mean, the, 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 pump, you, we'll pump the brakes yeah, of the ACC. The <laughs> no, pump not just ACC at all. I think the ACC is, is better than I thought it would be. The top five team is probably pretty good. Look, did you see Virginia Tech against North Carolina State? Virginia Tech. I didn't see uh-uh. Had nineteen or like eighteen of their twenty-two starters, including their starting quarterback. Oh, yeah, out. I heard about. And this. they beat they beat them by thirty-six. <laughs> That's a pretty good death, if yeah. I do say so myself. So no, our North Carolina State sucks that bad. Oh my god! But I mean, their their top half of that conference is be, it's better than Big Twelve. Oh, that see, that's so fucking sad. You're right. 
You're right. Well, I mean, the top half of the top half of the ACC. I mean, obviously with Clemson carrying a huge load, yeah. but still, I think you're right. Yeah. Between- but and then you got to include Notre Dame this year, and then yeah. you got to you know you got. I mean, shit. North Carolina's eleven in the nation. I know. Obviously, I mean that's even with Ohio State, and that's with the yeah. Big Twelve. And that's with the Pac-12. That's with everyone so, in. So, yeah, the ACC, yeah. So after the ACC big, got some teams, man. Yeah. I mean, he said Miami, you know. I, North I Carolina. The breaks. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, I mean, because we didn't really expect that. I mean, we expect, we, we kind of still do expect Clemson to, to roll for the most part through it. But oh, he's not, on a mission for sure. Yeah, but it's not going to be the cakewalk I thought it was going to be. I thought it was just going to be a pretty much a fucking demolishing. But some of those no, plays may be close I, in the first yeah, half. Yeah. I, think, I think a lot of those, I think that they play North, they play Notre Dame. Um, mm-hmm. in the season, I think they play uh, UNC. And they should have beat UNC last year, or UNC should have beat Clemson last year. Yeah, that was, oh, I remember that game. Uh, Matt yeah. Brown went for two. two yeah. Um. So I don't know. That's good. Um. And then SEC, you kind of had ho hum. You had Florida hang fifty. They cover the spread. Their defense suspect. I'll admit that. I, I chalk it up to being the first game. No one tackled yeah. anybody. A year, yeah, um, that's fair. Oh, Driscoll Sam, looked great. Sam Down was rolling back up, come back in. There right, you go. Ahead. <laughs> uh, they're down ten seven now. By the way, um, I, I think I think Judy caught scored. a bomb. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Florida. You know they looked what they did. Like like someone said, they played Ole Miss. I mean, they're probably the worst defense in the SEC, maybe besides uh, Vanderbilt. Yeah. I tell you who surprised me though, A and M. Was a thirty-one point favorite, and they won seventeen to twelve. Yeah, and they guess and guess who they're coming up against this week, yeah, man? And guess who they're the, the, the freight up, train? Yeah, freight train of the Crimson Tide at Alabama. Good luck. Uh, I don't know if Alabama's getting, having fans yet, but uh, I feel like they will. I feel it's Alabama. It's so Alabama. <laughs> it's so it's Alabama. Alabama. Um, Auburn had a good game against Kentucky. That was one of my very wrong bets. Um. I will say the refs did cost Kentucky momentum with that non-touchdown call. Um, Wait, what was that? Was that the um, that was the one where everyone says knee hit, but he was uh, in. oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it was tough with the replay. I don't yeah. think the ref knew what he saw that. I had to watch that shit five times in slow motion to be like maybe his knee. Yeah, hit. so so just garbage. <laughs> but anyways, and then we had the big one. The big one that I talked about the. The one that I knew I should have took the money line, but I wanted to play it safe. But, like I say, scare money don't make none. Mississippi State, for some dumb reason, even on Saturday, I don't know if you got it in, but it was 14 and a half. I got uh, it when it was 18. It it, the, the line first came out Sunday last week at 18. I was like, there's no way LSU is 18 points better. Even yeah, at, I mean, even there's no Tiger one there. Stadium. Who's who? Who's on LSU no, now? They and then not even the player wise. They lost Joe Brady. They lost uh, David. Oh Aranda. yeah, they lost a David, shit ton Yeah, of their David coaches. Aranda went to Baylor. Yeah, uh, Joe Brady is now with the Panthers in the NFL. Like they lost a lot of people, and now you're seeing, mm, <laughs> Coach O, how great is he? But. He was just a to motivator. be an eighteen point favorite against someone who has a senior quarterback who who's a graduate transfer from Stanford. So he played some decent games, right? He he didn't suck there either, right? You have the best running back in the conference and probably the second or third best running back in the nation, and you have Mike Leach. You're not going to lose. You may lose a game because you yeah, don't know when to s- run. 
But you're gonna be pretty freaking good, and you're gonna score points. You're gonna score points. Yeah, yeah that array, Mike yeah. Leach is no. I, yeah. I, I, that's and that and that game was closer in the end than the points, mm. but because of Mike Leach, he's gonna drive you crazy because instead of going into a somewhat passive, still running offense. He just keeps passing it. I mean, KJ Costello had 623 yards passing. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of fucking that. yards. And I think he threw it like 60 times. So, I mean, he didn't complete all of them. So, damn sure was averaging more than 10 yards a catch. So, yeah. Um, just a phenomenal game all around. Welcome to the SEC, Mike League. We're glad you're here. Um, something different, finally. Yeah, it's something different. A nice different. air raid spread yeah, off and spread it all out. So, that was a great game. And then, like you said... These the two games of the week they got to be in the SEC man and I'm glad they're not on at the same time. So two two thirty you got A and M at Alabama. Mm-hmm. Gonna be A I and mean, M. I looks think it's yeah. I hope it looks close. You got to get. Up. I think it's gonna be closer. Yeah. I'm tempted to take that spread. Okay, what was it? I didn't. I didn't it was check like the seventeen. It was something okay. ridiculous. Like Alabama. I don't care who you are. That, like <laughs> that's a lot. that's a lot of that's a lot of fucking points against a ranked team who has a pretty decent defense. Yeah, I don't think they'll beat them by eighteen. I want them to win because the next week they travel back home to Kyle Field and they play the soon to be oh. national champions. Uh, <laughs> fair in, enough. Fair in, enough. In College Station. Fair enough. So I want that game to be hyped as possible. But then the Auburn Georgia game. Yeah, that's gonna be that's a that's a big game though because I mean with Georgia being four, I mean it's gonna be well. First of all, I would say who do you got? Who do you think in this game? Georgia did not look good. So they, they got so they got. I want to say Georgia. So but, they got it together. JT Daniels, your boy, the transfer, yeah, the transfer. is eligible. So I don't know if he's gonna play. But I'm man, uh, he's still not that great. But anyway, I, even though he's my boy, I know I know who he used to be. Went to USC and transferred out, but. I mean, part of me, I don't. These are so. These are the two absolute teams I hate the most in SEC. I don't. I can't stand Auburn. Yeah, I can't stand Auburn (laughs) with that little fuckboy kicker that year. Did the Gator chomp after he kicked the game winning field goal? In Georgia, I just don't like Georgia. Right. Um, I'll lean toward. I think Auburn. I don't believe in Bo Nix. It's the legend of Bo Nix bullshit. Just because he had that one game against. Um, he had that one good game against Oregon at the beginning of the season. I'm sorry, you got your and then he and then he played the backups of Alabama and won the Iron Bowl. Why is he always so hyped up as much as he is, Bo Nix? I, no I see idea. it all the since like the day one he stepped out there, Bo Nix. This is this is the future yeah. of Auburn. This is how long? I mean, how long has he been a starter now? This is what yeah. third year? Second, yeah, third, third year. I think it's second. I second? think he's a freshman last year. Okay. This okay. is not a Bo Nix podcast. Let's put it out this way. Yeah. So well, I'll he's lean, overrated. Yeah. He's so overrated. I'll, I'll lean Georgia um, just because I would like them to be undefeated when. Oh, that makes sense for you. Yeah, to get play, to Florida. Well, I mean, it doesn't really matter. I mean, I rather I don't care if they're 0-6 by the time they play Dude. Florida for all I give a fuck. <laughs> but for this, I'll, I'll lean towards them. I'm not going to touch that game because I don't, I don't like how either one of them looked. Right. Um, let me scroll real quick, see if there's any other games. Pretty much one team. I feel like one team's really going to show up in that game, and the other is not. I, yeah. I, I think it's going to be one way or the other. I just don't know which way that it's going to be pretty big um, gap. Because it, it's just so weird this season when it comes to college football, how these teams, if some of these teams have come out, I'll really fly like Oklahoma State did week one and almost fucking lost. Right. Like, a lot of the, but it's Big 12, so take that what you will. 
But now we're going into this is week three. Mm-hmm. And teams should be starting to come up into their own. But between Auburn and Georgia, I mean, I still haven't seen enough to be like, yeah, Georgia's number four team in the nation. And what what is Auburn? I think they're, what are they, eight? They're eight. Eight? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, those I mean, are like two top ten teams right I, yeah, now to me when it, I watch them play. Yeah, and Alabama, I mean, they should be two. They did what they did. Florida's three. Uh, I, think they, I think they should be three, non-biased aside. I mean, they, their defense is a little suspect. I think they're going to no, be. Florida should be three. Like, yeah. I – I wouldn't say this is a lot, but uh, minus 17 doesn't scare me against South Carolina. South Carolina, I don't know how the fuck we lost that Tennessee <laughs> or how we pushed that Tennessee game. That was outrageous. Oh, yeah. That was outrageous. Tennessee, fuck you. I'm off of you. Like, there is no reason all this hype y'all come in and y'all push against South Carolina. Y'all no business. Yeah, we were. I remember watching it. We, we were like, son of a bitch. You're yeah. not going to cover this. Yeah. I mean, thank God they pushed it at least. Yeah. And then. I mean, yeah, you're right. All the other games. If I had to take a college football spread this week, I'm going to take North Carolina with the points. It's a lot. It's 14, but they're playing at Boston College. Oh, yeah. Uh, We'd be remiss to say Boston College should have lost their alma mater. Yes. Um, We got a couple of shitty calls. Oh, my Uh, God. We got passive when it was 21-7. We didn't score again. We lost 24-21. We don't know how to win quite yet. You can tell like no. we don't know how to beat those big games. We were fucking in there. We have the personnel. We, got, yeah. we look good. Like yeah. Texas State is on the come Jake up. Jake Spackle has <laughs> fucking recruited his ass off in San Marcos. Which is it's not really hard. Like, let's be real. Like, San Marcos isn't the greatest town, but it's not bad. It's a little yeah, college town. It's a college but, it's, town. but you got a river flowing through the motherfucking campus. Like, right. And plus, look, we're in the state of Texas, man. Yeah. Like. There are a ton of talented dudes that just can't get to the UTs and the A&Ms and that kind of stuff. Yeah. There's still a ton of talented personnel that Texas State can get, and he's getting them, man, because our O-line play is light years better than what we've seen the past couple years oh, yeah. against a lot of these big teams. Too. We run the ball really well. Um, our quarterback play has been you know, a little shaky. You've got another guy in now. But we look a hell of a lot better than what we did when me and Teddy were there oh, and geez. over the past couple years. We got blown out by, like, Tech. Right. Oh, man. So, if I'm going to take anything, I'm going to take North Carolina at Boston College. Take the – eat the points I like for that. 14. Yeah. Um, Boston, if you find yeah. another game, maybe tease that with Florida to get it down so you're, like, a minus 135. Um, or if you find a third noon game, maybe bring it down, too. Um, there's a lot of big spreads this week. Um, and, like I said, Alabama is favored by a 17.5. Maybe you take that. If you like AM, I don't know. Auburn, Georgia, I'm not touching. Yeah. Um, so it's what it is. Um, another great week. Um, I think we got some really, really good games, I think, next week, I believe. Um, yeah, the week after it gets. Yeah. I think the week after is Clemson, Miami, and then there's um, who does. Oh, there's a, another SEC game Hold that's on, good, check. I think. Um, I can't recall off the top of my head. But, yeah, this is when college football is supposedly starting to warm up. I mean, up. you got you got Florida A&M. You got Tennessee, Georgia. You got OU, Texas. Yeah, um, there we go. You got Florida State, Notre Dame. You got Miami, Clemson is already the primetime game. You got Mississippi State, Kentucky. That'll be a good game. Got some fucking football. Yeah, uh, yeah. Next week's going to be great. Um, that's going to be – right now you got Texas OU 11 – Florida, Georgia, Florida, A&M, Tennessee, Georgia. looks like they're fighting for that 230 CBS uh, spotlight game. The other one's probably going to get that ESPN 
ESPN two two kind of level. Yeah, yeah, kind of coverage. So one of them may get eleven o'clock. It looks like there's a lot of games on. I, I next week's gonna be really good. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm looking forward to it. I was like, all right, we got the college football. It's gonna be even more important, man, because we've got. Pretty, I mean, it's all all the conference games from the SEC and stuff. All the teams playing, you know, everyone in their conference yeah, at least once. Yeah. So it's gonna matter. It's like those those like tiebreakers gonna be. Did you beat them? Yeah, you did. All right. I guess you win. So it's gonna be fun. I, I'm looking forward to it, man. Right. College football. Um, with that said, with the pig skin, we're gonna go ahead and give it to. I guess I don't know. My transition was there, y'all. Different <laughs> skin basket. We're switching to basketball. Synthetic leather. <laughs> Synthetic I don't leather. Um. Oh. <laughs> uh, and going to the NBA, um, at this point, probably by the time you're hearing this podcast, the NBA Finals have been set. Um, but before we talk about that a little bit, I want to talk about how Paul George fucked over Doc Rivers, basically. Twice now in his life. Think about it. <laughs> Once for his family, and now for his job. He wasn't wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on, Paul George. I say that because Doc Rivers was fired. Um Earlier this week, uh, from the Clippers head coaching job, I mean, Doc Rivers has had some issues in playoffs before, but in this situation, there is no reason. What could he have done? His team was shooting like 25% from the field. He's a coach. He can't get out there and shoot the J. He can only tell them to hit the shot. Um, So I think, in my opinion, it's a scapegoat move. I think this is more on the players than the coach. Like, what more is a coach you can do than get someone wide open? They can't. They got to make the shot. And Paul George missed some wide open shots. So I'm chalking this one up as another negative to Paul George because I think he got Docker was fired. And then he already messed with, you know, the family stuff. I'll let you Google that yourself. Uh, But with all that said, he's got another job. And now he is the head coach of the 76ers. So... My question, I guess, to you, Tate, would be: What, what do you think he's going to do? Do you think he's going to have any success? Is this, are they too? Are the Sixers over the edge a little bit with how much they paid for people? Like, what what options does he have over there in Philadelphia? I will say, I one thousand percent disagree with everything you just said. What? As much as I do what? not, as much as I do not like number thirteen on the Clippers, I. I will say this, that Doc Rivers is one of the most overrated coaches we have okay, in, okay. in our era. Yes, he took the big three of the Celtics to championship. But since he's gotten to the Clippers, he has done nothing. And I guess I, you can say, oh, it's a cursed franchise, cursed franchise. This. You cannot, as a coach, blow two 3-1 leads to get your team to the conference finals. You had, in the first instance, obviously you had Blake Griffin, Chris Paul, and a young DeAndre Jordan, right? Mm-hmm. Good enough to win one out of three games against the Rockets, who, as last I checked, benched their best player in that game six when Josh Smith caught fire. Fast forward to uh, this year, you have arguably probably – if not a top three, top five player in the league okay. in and Kawhi Leonard. Uh, yeah, and also, wait, so that year when the Rockets won, didn't we go to seven against the Warriors that year? Yes. Okay, see, see, it's, we were arguably an NBA Finals team. So was the Clippers that year. The Clippers could have easily went to the Finals, in my opinion, that year. 
I think yeah, it they comes had a dinosaurs too. Doc Rivers is great with, and then yeah, and you fast forward, and yes, you're correct. Number thirteen can't shoot like that as a superstar, as in his eyes, you can't, you can't do that. Kawhi can't shoot; he just had a bad series. But you have one of the best benches in the league. Like you got to mix it up in one of those games. Start mm-hmm. somebody different. Fuck it. Throw Lou Williams out in one of the games as a starter. Maybe he it lights something under him. He didn't change one single thing in those three games. He's like, I'm just going to let it ride. You're not Phil Jackson. First of all, <laughs> Phil Jackson, he had all-time greats. Like, you're not playing with – like, you got to switch shit up. Like, you can't sit there mm-hmm. and do the same thing over and over again. I don't have a problem with them being fired at all. Like, I think you need to make a change because you only have one year left with these guys. Like, this is true. This like, is true. And bring, you're probably going to bring up Ty Lue because you can't bring in another coach, obviously. But, like, he's giving you sample sizes enough that he's just not going to get it done in that organization, whether it be his fault or not. And I blame him for most of it, but I'm not. And a lot of the blame does fall on number 13 and Kawhi because y'all signed to come in a super team. Y'all have no wiggle room to do anything. Y'all got to run it back with what y'all have, and y'all probably going right. to lose Harold. Um, it's going to be a totally different yeah, team next gonna year. it's going to be a totally different team next year. Well, with that said, I don't like this hire for Philadelphia. So, you bring in teams who can't get past the second round, right? What has Doc Rivers been known for lately of not being able to do? This, 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 is, this is true. This is true. I, think- I, I just don't understand. I, I, I didn't understand them hiring Dan Tony either. Like, go with, like, why do these coaches keep getting recycled? Like, what, like, give, like, give a Jason Kidd a chance. Give, um, who's there? Like, give Sam Cassell an opportunity. Like, yeah, I don't understand, like, we're recycling these dudes, like, Doc Rivers doesn't need to coach. Like, what? Like, what are you doing? Like, if if you that's can't true. do it, it's that the, ring with the what? superstar. He already got one. That's Why what I'm saying. Well, that's that's well, that's what teams see. They see he's done you know, it before. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I just don't understand. Like, if he can't do a Kawhi and Paul George, and granted he's in the West, what makes you think you're going to be able to do with an always hurt Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid? Yeah, I, I think and 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 Al Horford horrendous contract and um Tobias Harris horrendous contract yeah I who's a better team right now who are you gonna take Sixers or Clippers in game oh I take Clippers, Clippers right? yeah I take Clippers you're not you're gonna have the same results this well you may get to the second round this next year but you're yeah. not getting to the conference final without roster constructed and they, I don't know how much they can do with those contracts they have in right. Philadelphia. They, they play Tobias Harris so like I feel a shit like it's ton a, of money. It feels like it's a lesser version of what he just left. Yeah, I, like, I, I can see that. I can see why, that. Yeah, why as a team would you so want that? I, I can see why you bring up a good point here with that there's one more year left of basically this nucleus right of a roster. Yeah. So Steve Ballmer's like, he's been swinging for the fences the whole time. He's like, yeah. I'm blowing, you're leaving his head coach. I got one year left with these guys. Give me some a, a fresh voice in the locker room. That's fair. Um, I think in the I, I think what Doc does, he gets too one dimensional in what he wants to do um, in a series, and because of that, oh, they missed a field goal. Jeez, bring the college kids. Maybe they'll hit it. Uh, um, I, I think still he that he is a little bit of the scapegoat here. 
I think you should have let him ride it out this team one more time and blow it all up. If you're going to do this, then just you, you did it with Doc. You built this whole team with Doc. You consulted with Doc about how this was going to turn out. And so you ride it out with him the second year with this squad. And then at that point, if you lose. All right, I can see that. I can see, that. Yeah, I can see if, your argument if you, on that. If you lose again in the second round, then now, and by with arguably or even close to probably the best team in the league again, then there's just like, there's just nothing. There's no way you can say, like, I, do, I couldn't fire this guy. But the problem is with that, it's almost like a Mark Jackson situation. So remember when Mark Jackson, like, he couldn't get past second round or the first round with that Warriors team? Oh, yeah, that's true. I remember Steve that. Steve came in. And they champion. You know? Yeah, that's true. That's so true. maybe they just need a new face. And obviously this was a weird year. It was hard. Yeah. Because the they bubble. were getting their chemistry and then shit, you got to take three months off or whatever it was. And he came back. Yep. But like, there's just that comes that part of that comes down to coaching. Oh, it does. Like, I, I'd agree. I, I'd agree. But I, I think from what I saw on the court, I, what I saw on the court, the biggest problem with the Clippers was it just can't stop the bleeding. When stuff goes wrong, no one's there to stop it, which is part of the coach's job. You gotta be like, look, yeah, we're fucking caving in on ourselves here. We gotta stop doing this, which is part of his job. But. I just see, didn't see people execute on the floor, and I, I, I have a little bit of sympathy for that. But I, I, I think I mean you're not wrong in a sense that yes, okay. So I agree, I disagree with you about nine thousand or nine hundred ninety nine percent. He was probably the scapegoat because you can't get rid of Kawhi, you can't get rid of number thirteen, like you right. Can't, there's only one person, and plus the fans want to get you going to get rid of somebody. Some yeah. someone's got well, someone to have it. Someone's got to go. <laughs> someone's got to go, baby. Yeah. So I mean, you can't just keep having the same thing happen and no one go. I totally agree with that. But I mean, but I hope. He, I mean, I'm not. I don't hate him. I'm. I'm giving you, my unbiased opinion. You that, know what you've seen. You yeah. take call. I like, think Dantoni's overrated too. Like yeah. I think Dantoni. He never made a conference final except for when he got with the Rockets. He he yeah. had the two-time reigning back-to-back MVP in Steve Nash. Nash. He couldn't get shit. And Amari, yeah. And Amari, um, they were up 3-1 at one point in one of those series to get the conference final. He blew it, too. So, like, I'm not saying, you know, Doc Rivers is just a bad coach. I mean, he it speaks for itself. He brought a team together that had a lot of – I mean, hell, he kept Rondo, KD – Ray yeah. Allen and Paul Pierce together. That takes some talent, but I just don't think he has. I, I don't know what he's not. He, mi- I'm not saying he's missing anything, but I just think he's setting his ways because he's 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 just what he is, and and it's right. not bad and it's not great. It's just there, and I just don't think it's, you don't think it's enough. I, I don't yeah. think it's enough for certain mm-hmm. players. Like I don't think it's enough for a Kawhi. Like a Kawhi needs a Popovich. Kawhi. Ne- even yeah. Nick Nurse, like Nick Nurse was hard on Kawhi. Like people don't understand. Nick, Nick Nurse was hard on his people. Phil Jackson for all the Zen shit, he was hard on I, his players. Yeah, it's, it's, he was hard on Jordan. He was hard on Shaq. I just don't think Doc Doc Rivers is almost like a borderline players coach. I, I was gonna say, I think you're right. It's funny you bring this up because the two dudes you mentioned, Dan Tony and Doc Rivers, people love playing for them. They're players coaches, no. but like you said, they don't really get in your face. Even yeah. Steve Kerr, who's a great players coach. Since now with Stephens, like you're shooting too much or whatever. Or, like, yeah, you but need then, to do but this then he encourages him, but yeah. he learned that from Phil. Because mm-hmm. reason why Steve Curry, like, don't don't discount what Steve not you saying, but people yeah. like discount Steve Curry. It's like, dog, he came from the Zen I don't know, he, he, Yeah, 
His coach was Phil Jackson. He played with the greatest player of all time. Dude kind of knows the fuck he's talking about. Right. Like, he knows how to play both sides. He knows how to get in your Because he's gotten in Draymond's ass. Like, you've yeah. seen him. Him and Draymond getting his shouting Yelling. matches. Like, Phil does that shit. Like, yep. Doc Rivers kind of just yell, But he almost yells more at the refs than he does his own players. Like, nah. Yeah. If if I was that That's coach, true. I would have yanked. I would have yanked number thirteen out <laughs> a like, long time ago. Like, that dude's like, I don't care what you say is going on with you. Like, you need to get your stuff together. Like for sure. Like something's wrong with you. Right. Like get it together. It bad. Like you're getting paid all this money. Like and then you want to be called a superstar. And then so I agree with you in that sense. Like. I don't know if that team just gave up, but they had leads in every game. That's yeah, the that, that, yeah. That, that's where the I think to me the coaching comes in. Like, why are you letting your team off the pedal when you got double digit leads yeah. in every you, closeout? Do game? you think it was a maybe an energy and effort that he can't get them to bring the effort there? I thought like the effort was there. It's just well, the effort the, was there for three quarters every game. Yeah, or well, except for game seven, they just got blown, blown out in yeah. the second half. <laughs> that was bad. But was the so first. Bad. The game, what, five five and six, they had 13, 18-point leads both games. And it's just like, you can't blow those games and, and like. And it's, yeah, and it's meant to be like, yeah. this is, what the hell are you doing as a coach? Yeah. I, I, I'd agree with that. Yeah. I, I think that. But he was scapegoat. I will 100% Yeah, I mean, because it's all who you can get rid of. And plus, if you, if you have to get rid of somebody, of course, it's the head coach. Because yeah. you've got these players for one more year. Um I'll have to see if we get one more shot at it and then blow up the whole thing if it doesn't work because then right. you're just like, all right, I get a new coach. He picks the players right. Right. and he builds the whole system up. But Steve Baldwin wants to win now, and I give him credit for that. He's just like, he swung for the fences to get Paul George. He's like, fuck a rebuild, fire the coach. I want, I want a new coach. I'm winning with this. So I got respect for that um, to, to him on that as the owner. Um, so fair enough. So with that said, let's talk about the teams that are actually yeah, about in, the, in, the, in the NBA Finals. The Miami Heat versus the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, when we're recording this podcast, the Lakers are already up 1-0. And it feels like they're up 100 it, That game was just up. Because they were down, what, 13 or 12 yeah. at one point? So, I didn't watch the beginning. So, I just got my news through Twitter. And they were like, oh, maybe the Miami Heat, for real. And then I turned the game on. Excuse me. And I was like, oh, shit, they're up 13. I go put the kids to bed. Come back. <laughs> Fucking. They're down 12. I was like, what? I was like, 25-point swing in the matter. I was like, I wasn't gone that long. And then all of a sudden, it was just Anthony Davis. Yeah. Looks incredible. He just and, turned up. It was, Yeah. And this narrative is already going to happen with a certain person that we will never mention on this podcast again. Uh, Anthony Davis is probably, after that performance, going to win finals MVP. And the narrative is... Oh well, LeBron didn't oh, win the shit. Con- the you know oh, uh, people right. are gonna be yeah. just killing like LeBron was a gr- fantastic game manager. Yes, just he, he dropping he, dimes, playing defense. You know, I hate how he doesn't get credit for that. He's like, guys, follow my tempo. We got this, yeah. and then he just sets the tone for everyone else. Like, AD, yeah, pop off. I got yeah. you. Rebound. Don't worry about. Re- I got yeah. rebounds and shit. I'll yeah. run the offense. You do you. And AD can just go off. Like people so underestimate that about LeBron, right. and they're gonna miss that whenever he's whenever he's done playing, because he's the reason. And he, no, none of these players are most of them have not been Caruso. Really, like in the NBA Finals, he's just managing this whole team himself. That must be the fucking greatest job for Frank Voigt. He's just like, yeah, I'm or Vogel. Yeah, he's, he's Vogel. Just, yeah, <laughs> Frank Voigt. Frank Vogel. I was like, he's like, oh, I'm just chilling over here. LeBron got it on the court. He's I the mean, coach on the court. 
it, that was just a clinic last night. Like there was no, there's no other way to describe it. It was just a pure basketball clinic of, and we Anthony Davis to his credit, I gave him shit throughout the postseason, especially when he's he had those lackluster games, I believe, against the uh, the Nuggets, and then he had one against the Rockets. Uh-huh. He's been great. Like, there's no doubt about it. Like, he is the best. He is. And a lot of people were rushing to be like, Anthony Davis is LeBron's best sidekick. Like, hold on. Let's punch the brakes on D-Wade, bro. D-Wade um, by far, D-Wade. Yeah, in my opinion. But AD. <laughs> well, Kyrie can AD is solidified. He can't be one. No, just hell because, no. No, just because. Not just because of his personality. Because I don't know. He's not alpha enough, in mm. my opinion. But he can't be he can't be the one just because of his size. Like I just don't yeah. think you can be six eleven or whatever. But next to LeBron James or next to whoever he gets after LeBron leaves, Anthony Davis can be your second best player or for your one sure. B for sure. For sure. So I mean, we, I, I'll dead that conversation myself. Like he, which which is what LeBron he just looked incredible. He does, and he and I think if he stays, I think he'll have one dud game because that's just. Kind of what AD does through this yeah. whole thing, um, but aside from that, yeah, he's like when the pressure's not on him. Yeah, like of course he couldn't. We obviously saw he couldn't do it with the Pelicans, and right. of course it wasn't as well. I'd argue their roster was almost as good minus LeBron with his Lakers one, but uh, he couldn't do it himself. He gets LeBron with him, and now now he's balling out. Right. So it's something. I mean, it it looked like you said it was something that. I was way more impressed with than I thought I'd be. I thought it'd be a lot closer. And Anthony Davis, the thing about it is why his offense is going to be so good, he don't have to fucking guard anybody in the paint. Bam out of bio, really? Like, the, the, dude, the dude can score a little bit, but he ain't the joker. Anthony Davis ain't got to run around chasing the three-point line. He's yeah, like, so. and it's speaking of that, and then Drogic got hurt. Yeah, then Drogic, uh, yeah. He has a, I think, patella tendon yeah, injury. foot or something yeah, like that. Yeah, just something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so then, yeah, so yeah. Butler left for a little bit, or his his ankle looked bad. I don't know if you yeah. saw that. I didn't see. The, I don't think I saw the yeah. injury. I don't remember uh, seeing it. Bam's shoulder got hurt. So, I mean, as much as I thought it was going to be Lakers in seven, that shit may be Lakers in three. <laughs> Lakers in three. Uh, yeah, I, I think. So. I mean, I want to say it'll be Lakers in five, and then I think the Heat win one. They they just. All ball out and win like game four and it's three one and LeBron drops forty five. I think we'll know. I think if it's another blowout in game two, I think we're looking like a five or a sweep for sure. Yeah, so yeah. We'll see. That's I believe that's tomorrow night at what like eight o'clock. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Friday night. I mean, we'll see, man. Uh, I don't even know what the line is, but I would probably take the Lakers. Take the Lakers. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, fuck. Put me in, Frank Vogel. Let me hit one three. I'll walk off. Pretty much. <laughs> Uh, with that said, so you've got our picks. We both think Lakers are looking really good right now. Um, we will take one more break and come back to y'all with, uh, we did mention we're going to have our, you know, the Twitter topic was presidential debates and then one other topic that's a mystery to y'all. So stay tuned. Oh, We are back with our culture segment, gaming segment, whatever uh, we choose to call it for the week. So, with that said, we will go into the first culture topic. Um, so, there was, was a debate between the leader of our free country here uh, over this past week. And it was between, obviously, President Donald Trump and Joe Biden. Um, 
depending on, I'm not going to go into who won. Whatever your Facebook feed says, everyone's different. I'm not even going to all that. All I know is it was a fucking shit show. <laughs> <laughs> that, that That's my takeaway from it. Man, whoever, the, the Chris Wallace guy, the moderator, got steamrolled um, and could not control the whole thing. Um, my takeaway from it is after it was all said and done, I was like, I don't know what Elon fucking said. Biden was over here on one side, looked like he's about to fall asleep. About 45 minutes in, I was like, he ain't going to make it. <laughs> and then I was, Trump was looking mad the whole time, was glaring at Biden, shooting one-liners. I'm like, dog, what about the country? He over here talking about Joe, like, what about your son, dog? <laughs> so, oh, my God. <laughs> that was incredible. Yeah, it, it was it was, it was, was crazy. As I don't even know if I, I'm scared to call it entertaining TV because it was, but not in a good way because <laughs> these people, what are these guys going to be leading our country for the next four years? Uh, so my takeaway on that, I have to talk about it because that was the most thing talked about on Twitter the past week. I spent a lot of time on Twitter, if you can't tell by now on this show. It was it was crazy. It was crazy. I was sitting there in disbelief, drinking my whiskey, like, yo, dog, these people about to run the world? <laughs> yeah, dude, either one of them, just, just a shit show going back and forth, uh, just just nonstop shit talking. With, I, normally, I'm all for, but, like, gentlemen. Yeah, pl- like, pl- please. Yeah. <laughs> please, like, we. Bet- between me between me, uh, me and Teddy and our other friend, uh, uh, Kyle, who we, uh, between the three of us, we could have a better debate than those two dudes had. Dude. Just it wasn't that even moment. like and then even like so Trump easily could have won a debate if he would have just shut, shut the up. Fuck up. Just shut yeah. up because Joe Biden <laughs> the first time Joe talked, he went on a uh, he went uh, on a yeah, rainbow. The first time. And I was like, What are you talking about, bro? I was like, really the back in like you gonna, it was bad. Said, you don't lose your side if you're not careful, right? Because I was watching, I was like, it was like after the first like he talked for a solid like, two minutes, yeah. like his whole two minutes, like, whoa, Joe. And then like you said like I came out of this debate I don't know what the hell their plan for us is I don't know I didn't hear nothing about finance All I heard was something about One's a liar to cheater The other's son was in Russia doing some shit That's yeah. all I got out of it Yeah one's son with cokehead I, yeah. I got that part yeah, and yeah. I got I got Joe Biden telling him to shut up man Yeah shut and, up And then I got I got Trump over here God, He said something funny too Cause he like he came out like um, Joe was saying something. He had a one-liner, and oh, and he made Chris Wallace chuckle. Um, I can't remember what it was. I, off the top of my head, I remember one uh, that we had the finish line. He's like, uh, Chris Wallace asked uh, Joe, like Trump, like, will you let him finish? Yeah. And Joe's like, he's know how to do that. And Trump's like, yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. And he like winks, and I was like. God damn, those had to finish, bro. Yeah, so it was just <laughs> it was it was a clown show. Um, even, I mean, even CNN and Fox, there were some people on their broadcast who were just like, this was just, what yeah. the hell were we doing? Of course, you have the fanatics both ways, like, oh, Trump looked like an yeah. asshole. Uh, you had, oh, Joe looked like he was passive. He can't lead America like Tammy, uh, whatever her name is. Tommy Yo, Tommy oh, God. She <laughs> was, I was like, dude, no one else in your party is like saying this like, did y'all, y'all realize how quiet everyone, everyone was? No, everyone was Bo- like, both sides, both sides side, yeah. were just quiet. <laughs> and you just had the shit talkers. You had the fanatics on both sides. Yeah. But you had the middle row people like Mitch McConnell. He didn't say shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they didn't say you, a you, word. Nancy Pelosi didn't it's say shit. Nope. Like they were just like, oh my God, yeah. we got three more of these. And now I know today they came out. Um, 
And shout out to the memes that made Tony Rally was in a bunch oh, of memes. Yeah, he should have been the moderator with the mute button. Yes. So apparently now the debate commission those. is instituting muting a mute. You like ain't got no choice. Stuff. What you gonna do? Like, yeah, like <laughs> like Chris Wallace lost control of that. He couldn't keep either one of these dudes quiet. And then when he right. tried to, they were okay. And and Trump was actually honestly after Chris Wallace said that. He was a little bit better than Biden, and it was weird. Like Trump, like I mean, yeah. Trump had his little one-liners, but he'd be like, "Okay, okay, yeah, yeah." But, just, well, be because because then that's when Biden had to figure out, like, okay, now I'm I'm gonna try to step up and say some one-liners because you did it, and Chris Wallace was like, "No, you calm the fuck yeah, down too." Like, you calm and, down. Like, <laughs> and then people were like, "Oh, Trump or Chris Wallace anti-Trump?" I was like, "He no. may be, but like he called that pretty down the middle, like." He wasn't really. He tried arguing. his best. Yeah, he, he tried his best. Like Jesus Christ, like he was just trying to get Trump to shut up. Then he was trying to get Joe to shut up. And then I, I we got nothing out of that. Debate. No, the only thing we got out of the debate <laughs> is we know this is just a fucking clown show of yeah. an election. Listen, we're all about voting. The only thing that I came out of this is people were talking shit left and right. I was like, I want to like normally the biggest, the my biggest pet peeve ever is a little. Hey, I voted selfie. Um, I want everybody to show that because if you don't and you talk shit either way, I don't care if you're pro Trump or pro Biden. It's America. Vote for whoever you want to. Right. I don't really care. Um, I know who I'm voting for. Zay's probably knows. Like, we don't know who we're voting for. Just actually go vote. Like, yeah, do what you do. Your civic care. duty. If here. you want to talk all the shit, be a Trump person, or you want to talk all your shit and be a Biden person, vote. I'm going to go down by, did you vote? I want to see because dead that shit. Either way, like you can't be, Oh, I'm fucking make America great again. Bitch. You didn't make shit again. Nope. Great again. You didn't vote. He was on or, your couch. Or I'm memes. changing it. I'm going to be Biden, you know, Biden, Harris, whatever. All right. Sit your ass down. See you, you, you not, you don't have a seat at this table. No, nope, like if you, you don't vote, you don't have a seat. I don't care if you're my best friend. You're my fiance. Like if you don't go vote, I don't want to hear your yeah, shit. Yeah, you just you sit down. Anytime we talk about what's going yeah. on in the country, you please have because four there's seats. A lot of, there's a lot of people that I know personally that talk that shit, but like, dog, well, what are you doing? Oh, my vote won't matter. Well, it ain't going to matter if you're sitting out and not registered. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So, I think you're 100% right on this, too. That, that You're 100% right in the fact that these people need to come out here and you make your, make your vote count. Just go out there and do it. Just register to vote and vote. Yeah, that being said... Jesus Christ, it's, it's literally the douche versus to- turd sandwich. Yeah, like, South Park had it right. Yeah, I was I was sitting there watching that debate, man. I was just leaning back on my couch, like this is these people gonna be leaders of the free world. Yeah. It's like I don't I I I, I don't want to put in my dark hole or anything. I don't want to go that far, but I was like, man, dude, really, this the best we got. <sighs> this, is, this is the only option. This we got. is the only option we got. So. It is what it is. Like we said before, yeah. go out and vote. Um, yeah. I was entertained. I was blowing up Twitter. I was, no, I was, I was, I was, <laughs> I was, I was so entertained. I was like, I got I need a drink for this. Yeah, like, I, I was did. Like, I was, I usually don't drink on game weeks. I was like, no, nah, I need a beverage for this one. Yeah. I, was like, I, I couldn't I even get through the first eight seconds. After the first question, Trump answered and Biden started talking and he kept talking. I was like, oh, fuck this. I need, I need when the, do you know when the next debate is? I, I don't. I don't know if it's scheduled yet. I think it's in there's two. There's three more, right? I think it's in I like think two, two more. I think there's three total. Okay. I think there's two more. Um, D- different moderator. We need oh, a please. mute button. We, we like They literally changes. need to stand far enough away where someone can't yell. 
Yeah. Like, they got to yeah. mute their mics. Like, I can't deal with this. That's so childish. Like, yeah. It was so bad. And then uh, my cousin was like, every debate's like this. And then I fucking hit him with receipts. Are you I was serious? Like, I was like, I'm sorry. I don't think uh, Romney and Bi- uh, Obama did this at all. Ever. Hillary, Hillary and Trump didn't even do that until, like, the last debate. Like, the first two debates, pretty cordial. Mm-hmm. Um. All the baits that I saw with Obama, even with George Bush and yeah. Kerry, no, no, none of these baits were like that. Like right. I hit him with receipts. Oh, you shut the fuck up. Yeah, like quick. no. I was like, dude, don't give me that garbage. Like this is all. This is all. It's not. It's not a Wh- shit. Which show. is the crazy part. Hold on, tinfoil hat and put on real quick. Crazy part because there are kids growing up right now. Like you know, like you know, um, uh, your kids basically. Yeah. That are seeing this now. Yeah, and they and, uh, and the oldest like, one watched it and they were like, "What's going on?" I was like. This is not normal. <laughs> in PG terms, a whole lot of garbage. <laughs> it is. And people don't. They, I hope that doesn't become the norm. It's really dope yeah. because the whole point of this country is I don't care what side you're on. The whole point is we have civil discussions here. Yeah. That's why we're so fucking great. Yeah, there were no civil about that discussion. <laughs> no, that, that wasn't and, civil. And then the only thing I will say is uh, it got a big hoopla was how, how do you not denounce white supremacy? <laughs> He and people are gonna up. are people gonna say Chris Wallace worded that wrong? And if you go back, he kind of does say yes. Yeah, but the way the I mean, Chris mm-hmm. Wallace kind of says he's like the Proud Boys, and then he the, said. The, the problem where he gives me is like stand back and stand stand, stand ready. Yeah, yeah, I was like stand back, stay the, ready. I'm like you call them militia. Like yeah. what the fuck? Are I you was doing? like all right, so I didn't go grip a real quick, right. like, <laughs> especially in Texas. Oh my god, that was um, the thing. But you, that was that was a and even I was even watching on any news channel, whatever side. They were like everyone was like, yeah, I don't know why he just didn't say yeah. no. And, why do you have to say yeah. that? And then well, Chris Wallace and, he, and the one thing that he should have pressed Biden on is his whole. Wanting to be part of this Black Lives Matter movement. Well, we saw like, the, he saw didn't say anything about that real quick. Yeah, he's like, do you support no, Black Lives Matter? He never answered the question. Yeah, but, but, but he did announce like you know the riots. You know, right, right. All that shit is garbage, and everyone agrees with that. Mm-hmm. But he didn't press Biden on. Hey, weren't you part of the legislative group that made a lot of these these laws after, in the first pers- yeah laws in the first place? Like. Where was Chris Wallace with that? Like, yeah. if you're going to hit Trump with shit, like, you got to hit Biden with his shit. Biden ain't perfect by all means. No, and no. We all know Trump isn't. But, like, you're you not hitting Biden about that. And, like, why did he legislate that? That was predominantly targeted people of color. Right. That yeah, should have been targeted. And, like, people, like, are just, like, blindly following Biden. I mean, he put a lot of your people... Like not and, you, and, you yeah. in general, but just like you put a lot of people of color and, and a lot of the a lot of the gerrymandering and yeah. uh, a lot of things that are happening. The redistricting was he was back. There's video of him backing those laws. Yeah, and I think it'd be a good question. All Chris Wallace asked, damn it, I'm not. It's not even my job. Like asked a better yeah, question. Yeah, I think. I mean, like, we, <laughs> like we, we're not political at all. But I will say, if this shit keeps going, like I said in the text, you, I, I don't care. I'll come out as a party. I'll, I'll fucking run in 2024. Dude, I'll be I don't 35. care what party. Pick any party. I'll, like, I'll do it. That's the like, guy. Yeah, no, the party's going to be that no bullshit party. Where it's going to be 100. Like, I, like, I'll tell you the truth. Y'all may dig some shit up on me. But I tell you right now, I'm going to be frank and honest with y'all. I'm going to be like, hey, we, we run a shit show, right? We're going to try to figure it out. I got We got some people. <laughs> right. We're going to shoot it straight with you on this um, one because everyone else is fucking but, up. Just man, it, it it was. I mean, it it was tough. I, we, I'm praying it goes better, but I don't have much faith in the next I don't debate. I, I don't either at all. 
Um, with that said, uh, we go to our my final topic, my mystery topic I was talking about. Surprise. So, Super Smash Brothers <laughs> is a video game, obviously, that came out with a new DLC character. If you saw the trailer, you know what I'm about to get into. It looks like, you know, fucking Sonic punches Mario through the wall, whatever, and then he's in this dark room, and you see all these eyes everywhere, and you're like, oh, man, it's going to be Dante. They're finally going to put Dante from Devil May Cry into the game. Fucking Minecraft Steve busts through the wall of the dark room, and that's going to be our new character. How the hell in a Smash game, in Smash games, yeah, you can build shit, right? You, you just, characters have throwable objects. You can have, you know, fire hydrants, whatever, certain people from Pac-Man, et cetera, et cetera. You gonna put a fucking Minecraft character in this game? Even in the trailer, it literally shows him building a fucking structure on the ledge so people cannot jump up on the ledge. This character is about to be OP as fuck. Um, to uh, my other Smash players out there and, and gamers out there, this this is gonna be terrible. These Minecraft Steve mains are gonna be out here. It is ridiculous. Um, not saying it's particularly bad, I guess. The whole theme of this was is most people on Twitter after this was announced were saying that Nintendo doesn't know what they're talking about. They're so out of touch. Minecraft is so old. Minecraft is literally the best selling video game ever. E- ever. Like I don't care console, it doesn't matter what you free games, doesn't matter. Ever. Damn. Literally, it's it's sold over, I think it's at 250 million copies, and it's still going. So, first of all, all you Twitter people who are so mad, dead that shit. Nintendo knows what the hell they're doing. They're sitting there like, yo, um, we're going to put the most popular game and the most popular character in Smash Brothers. So, they're going to get a huge influx of money. So, I'll give them that. But fucking, so, is that paid DLC? Yeah, it's paid DLC. Oh, I didn't know you paid for a fighter zone. I don't have yeah. serious Smash Brothers. I mean, I only play with you. Yeah, they, 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 they have uh, season passes. So if you have a season pass or whatever season is coming up, then you get that group of characters or one character in new stages. Um, but people on Twitter, just all y'all, if y'all hear this, that are saying it was stupid, no, it's brilliant. We hate it as me being a, you know, maybe, I guess, earlier millennial, um, that this Minecraft is taking over everything. But he's going to come out. He's going to be easy for kids to play because he's going to be fucking OP. He can goddamn build a house on the fucking stage and just like, yo, dog, you can't hit me. Like, how OP is that shit? So, good luck to my fellow Smash Brother players out there. Um, it's going to be rough a bit till they nerf him. Uh, but, yeah, of all people, I thought I just want Dante from Devil May Cry, man. Just just bring him in. Yeah, Sony, just let it go. Yeah, I was, yeah just, just bring him in. Yeah, bring him in. Um, yeah, I mean, I've... I'm not one of those 200 million people. I've, I've, I'm not either. I've never played Minecraft. I've been either. Uh, but he seems like an OP. I need to actually go read or go see the uh, DLC um, or the DLC trailer. Just, yeah, um, watch, watch the shit he's doing. I'm like, this doesn't belong in a Smash game. You'd be like, doll. He put that's it crazy. Tree. I mean, yeah. they'll, they'll nerf him down like they did Meta Knight and all that. But that's just, I mean, everyone wants to see Dante. Um, I think it needs to be done. Um, something that needs to be. Uh, had so I think it's a missed opportunity, but you're you're right. I mean, it's gonna bring an influx of people. Yep, all because of there's a whole generation yeah, that, but we just don't people. know about because they just yeah. they grew up on Minecraft. We didn't yeah. we uh, we didn't get, grow yeah. up on that, but it's the best selling game of all times ever. <laughs> so uh, I guess you can't deny that. And Nintendo's you know money grab, especially now with COVID, everyone's inside um, playing video games right now. Right. Yeah. So with that said. That is the end of our topics for the day. Uh, Teddy, you got any last topics for the people? 
Uh, nah, man. Like I said, uh, when it comes time, uh, I know it's uh, deadlines coming, especially in Texas. I believe it's October 10th is the deadline to vote, something mm, like that. Yep. Uh, please register. Please vote. Please make your voice heard either way. Um, if not, I don't want to hear from you. Um, if you want a change, if you want to keep it the same, do whatever you want to do. It's your right as an American to vote. Um, to keep that change or make a change, um, be kind to your people. Like we said last week, check in on your people. Make sure everyone's doing good. Um, I love you. Um, thanks for um, indulging us in these uh, these rambles we have about <laughs> our sports topics. We appreciate you, as always, for listening. Uh, man, I think that's all I got this week. Good. Good stuff. Good stuff. For me, man, uh, the same thing. Go, go, go vote. Please do it. It's not – it's just a trip to – you can – you can mail in. I don't know how you feel about that. People just go get your vote in somehow um, and be safe out there. Hopefully, you know, we're going into the fall season now. Uh, make sure you stay safe. Keep the precautions of your state. Uh, follow the guidelines. Uh, don't be that person uh, that doesn't want to follow just because you got some kind of crazy thing in your head. Just go ahead. Follow the rules for now. Let's get through this. Everyone stays safe. Everyone stays healthy and happy. And uh, we all just keep eating, man, and keep watching these good sports that's going on. Uh, With that, we're going to go ahead and wrap this episode up. Thank y'all for listening, and we will catch y'all next week. Peace out. You win. Perfect.